2005 Southern California Harvest Podcast 9. Hey, what's up? I'm Toby Mack here at Harvest in Anaheim, California. 2005, baby. Hello and welcome to this very special Crusade edition of A Time for Harvest. This special series of podcasts is brought to you by a partnership of Harvest Ministries at Harvest.org and the Godcast Network at Godcast.org. I'm Steve Webb, host of the LifeSpring Podcast at LifeSpringPodcast.com, a member of the Godcast Network. This podcast was recorded on Saturday night, the second of three nights here in Anaheim, California. This second night was the night that was specifically targeted to youth, to young people. The artists were Cutlass, Toby Mack, and Jeremy Camp, and the place was absolutely electric with excitement and fun. The crowd was capacity. As a matter of fact, uh, there were thousands of people that had to be turned away. There was no more space in the stadium. On today's show, we're going to start with a prayer that was done in the green room by Pastor John Collins, who's one of the pastors at Harvest in Riverside. Then I'm going to take you down into the visitor's bullpen right here at Angel Stadium for a fantastic view of the Freestyle Motocross Exhibition. Uh, then the rest of, uh, of the, the show will be pretty much self-explanatory. Uh, we talked to a young man who was a, a youth pastor, and he's going to tell you about his experience with Harvest. Then you'll hear part of the Freestyle Motocross Exhibition. It's incredible. Now, of course, I'm not able to bring you the music because of the copyright issues, but the music absolutely rocked the place. People <laughs> people were standing, they were cheering, they were just enjoying the music. It was an incredible night of music. At one point, Toby Mack even climbed part of the staging on the side where the lights were, and it was a tremendous amount of fun. Words cannot adequately describe the the joy and the party atmosphere that was going on here. And then, of course, uh, you've uh, already heard, if you've downloaded the previous podcast, you've heard Pastor Greg Laurie's message for tonight. And, of course, I'm, I won't bring you that. This particular podcast is just to give you a flavor of what was going on in the stadium on this Saturday night. But before we get started, I'm going to play you just a taste of an interview that uh, we did with Christian hip-hop artist Toby Mack. Hope you enjoy. It's hip-hop with all different sorts of styles of music. I call it gumbo. Just put all the ingredients in and mix it together. I have a phenomenal band called the Diverse City Band. We sort of... You know, one of the few groups that sort of represent racial diversity uh, in Christian music. Um, it's definitely sort of a big party on stage, but a party with a point, and the point being Jesus uh, and the hope we found in Him. Father, we thank you for what you did last night. Yes. Lord, uh, we are standing here tonight uh, realizing that we need your strength, your power, and Lord, that we can do nothing on our own. So, Father, uh, we pray that even now your spirit would be working through the midst of those uh, thousands of people out there. And, Lord, particularly those who don't know you, who uh, perhaps have heard things about what it means to be a Christian, or heard uh, all manner of things uh, about Jesus. But, Lord, tonight we pray your spirit would enliven uh, their hearts and cause them, Lord, to, to hear the truth 
and Lord, uh, to realize that they can have their sins forgiven and have the hope of eternity. So Lord, uh, we pray for Pastor Greg. That he yes. Would, uh, just have all the right words to say. Empower yes. him, Lord. I pray for each of the uh, musical acts tonight. Lord, you would bless each and every one of them. Cause all of their words and all of their songs to penetrate the heart. But Lord, all the defenses that people throw up against the gospel would be broken down. And that, Lord, in the end, we would see a mighty harvest. Lord, uh, we commit it all into your hands. And we pray your blessing now as uh, Cutlass begins. And Lord, we also want to pray the special protection on the motocross guys. Yes. Lord, yes. you would just keep them safe. Yes. And Lord, uh, use their great talent, Lord, to uh, just uh, stimulate people's interests. And Lord, help them to uh, see that these young men love you. And uh, so, Father, we commit all of it to your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We're going to come by cool. here and hit that ramp. You're going to see kind of the back of the flip. All right, awesome. you get a lot of sound. All right, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you. it, brother. All right, well, here we are. This is the visitor's dugout right here. have a perfect spot to watch these motocross riders, these exhibition motocross riders. They're going to come right by me. I'm standing exactly at the very beginning of the ramp. They've got some plywood for the ramp that they're going to come by. And it's, I'll, I'll tell you what, we're going to get some sound like you're not going to believe. Just pray that these guys all make these jumps with no problems. The crowd is getting restless. They want this thing to start. They want it to begin. It's July. Steve Wilburn. Are you ready for some pump action tonight? Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's right, we've got a great evening. I am so stoked that each and every one of you took the time out of your day to come to the most wild and crazy place to be in all of Southern California on this Saturday, 2005. Steve is my neighbor. He lives about three houses up from Let me just tell you, we have an incredible underline that an incredible evening planned for you tonight because we've got, let me see this band, you probably heard of them. Cutlass is here tonight! Along with, we got some FMX freestyle motocross in the house tonight. Let me see, I think you've heard about that one guy, what's his name? Jeremy Cramp tonight! How about we seized it a little bit with some Toby Mac action, huh? And then let me tell you, great warrior is going to come out here at this podium, and he's going to bring a message. Listen, a message dealing with the crazy world that we live in today. I mean, what does the Bible say about what's going on all around us? We're going to deal with these things today because the things that you see happening here in the 21st century, the Bible said would happen over 2,000 years ago. And Pastor Greg Lord is going to bring a message, and he's going to deal with these issues straight on with the real facts, right from the words of God. But before we get into that, I think we have a little bit of time here to think about this band from Portland, Oregon. They were the new artists that blew everyone's mind. In six months, they just came alive. They've had three albums out. 
the first one self-titled, the next one Sea of Faces, and then Strong Tower. And they're here at the Harvest Crusade. So let's give it up right now for Cutlass. My name is Justin Segoin. I am the pastor of a 20 singles group at Mariner's Church called Fuel. Growing up, I grew up in a home where my parents were Christians, but I thought since they were Christians, that made me a Christian. I also thought that if I did enough good things, that God would accept me, and if my good outweighed my bad, then that would be pleasing enough to God to let me into heaven after I died. I never knew where I stood with God, and so it was very important that I you know, go on a quest to figure out what did God want from me? It was 1990, and my uncle and a friend of mine said, hey, let's go to this thing called a Harvest Crusade. It seemed to be brand new at the time. And I went, not knowing what to expect. But when I got there, I got to see that uh, some great bands, uh, a lot of great people, but most of all, a message from Greg Laurie that was very relevant and very clear, I think, for the first time for me, um, the message of who Jesus was, what the Bible was about, and how to know that you did have right standing with God uh, was for the first time very clear for me. And Greg made that very clear. I think the thing that really touched me the most was when he quoted verses, verses like Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For the first time, it made me realize that there was nothing I could do in order to please God on my own. And then uh, Romans 6.23 is that the, the wages of that sin was death. And so uh, I was pretty much without hope. But um, then he went into Romans 5.8 in, in the way that God demonstrated his own love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then finally he wrapped it up with what I think was, is probably the thing that sticks out in my mind the most, which is Romans 10.9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts, that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And for the first time, I realized that it was nothing I could do in order to please God, in order to have a relationship with God, but everything of what Christ did for me. At that time, Greg gave an invitation for us to come forward if we would like to commit our lives to Christ. And so me, with my uncle and my friend, we went, we went down front, we prayed to receive Christ, we sat with a counselor afterwards, and uh, it was at that time that my journey began uh, since then, uh, it took a few years of me just going to church, just hiding from everyone, sitting in the back of the room, and uh, listening to Bible study after Bible study after Bible study, and pretty much not wanting to be seen, you know, at church or anything. And then I came to a point where I go, you know what? I, I un I'm understanding what God has done for me. I want to give my life back to Him. How can I do that, God? So I committed for a year uh, to read through a one-year Bible. And that transformed my life like nothing else. And at the end of that year, uh, my aunt came to me and said, hey, I'm helping out at this church. Would you like to come and help out with the youth group? And me, as a 19-year-old kid, didn't know what to do. And uh, so I did. I started helping out. And after a year or two, I became the youth pastor of that church. Uh, and that was... 12 years ago. Well, from the very beginning, it was, uh, you know, you don't know where God's going to take you from step to step. And I think that the Harvest Crusade had a huge impact on me because it was that first step. And without that first step, I don't know if I'd be doing what I'm doing today if there wasn't someone out there that would just clearly communicate the truth of God's Word to people. Um, 
and so I'm really thankful for that and for the last you know 11 12 years now I've been serving God as a full-time pastor in either youth or adult capacity and I can't tell you how thankful I am for Harvest Crusade. Greg, uh, I'd just like to say thank you for being uh, true to the way God has made you and the way that you communicate God's Word in a way that's relevant, um, meaningful, and just directed towards people's hearts. Thank you for just listening to God and following Him. Okay, so Dan, tell me, we got some FMX motocross going on here, some freestyle. Who do we have here tonight? The first rider hails from San Diego, California. His name is Diamond Gabe Domingo. Right behind him, straight out of Orange County, California, Kyle Loza. Behind him, the legendary. I gotta tell you, these guys are doing some awesome tricks already. You just listen to these guys. Give me the straight talk. What's he gonna do here? I mean, look at him. What's he thinking right now? Right now, he's like, right now he's thinking about traction. He's thinking about distance. That ramp is 75 feet, and he didn't quite get the traction that he wanted. That's what it looked like he was thinking about. Probably had a problem with the bike or something. Look at Kyle Lowe. He's thinking, how far off the side of the bike can I get? Jeremy Kemp is going to sing for us as you come to Christ. 
prayer, seeing people weeping. Every, every area. Many people are embracing each other. The outfield is filling very, very quickly. What occurs to me right now is that I wander around out here in the outfield seeing people from every uh, of every age I see people that look like they're from the street I see people that look like they're professionals I see young people I see children I see old people I see people of every 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 hue everything that you could every every kind of person you can imagine and there are people down here that are worshiping God. There are people that have come down here to give their life to Jesus Christ, to become followers of Christ. And as I wander around here, it occurs to me that this this is what heaven is going to be like. We're going to be surrounded by people who... I was one of the last ones to go home. Are from every stripe. One of the last ones. Come, that's okay. All here only because of the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Behind me is the, the Korean section, the Spanish section, uh, the Vietnamese, and Arab. I'm surrounded by people that are right now becoming members of the family of God being adopted into the family of God I've talked about it before on the podcast what we have in common is our creator what we have in common is the fact that Jesus died for us for everyone that's down here Jesus died for each of us these people are here because of that and to me this is a glimpse of heaven this is what it's going to be like worshiping together arms raised I'm seeing people of these are my brothers and sisters if you're a follower of Christ these are your brothers and sisters and they're newborns and it's a marvelous marvelous thing to be in the middle of it the sea of humanity down here the sea of humanity that are here only because of the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. What a blessing this is. This is an enormous, enormous blessing to be a part of this. Guys, if you think that it is a boring thing to think about going to heaven and worshiping God, you are so very wrong. There's no place on the planet I would rather be than this place right here, right now. And I sure hope this sound file is turning out all right, because I want you to hear this. As Jeremy Camp sings in the background, it's true. Because you are beautiful. Jesus, you are beautiful. 
And what a beautiful moment to be here. And uh, I wish you could be here with me, dear listener. If you don't have Jesus Christ in your life and in your heart, if you have not yet made him your Savior, I beg you to do it. You'll never be sorry. It is a privilege to become adopted into the family of God. What a marvelous thing. Praise God. Praise God. Ultimately, over 4,000 people on Saturday night made a decision to follow Christ. If you'd like to read more about how you can begin a relationship with God right now, or if you've made a decision to do so as you've listened to this message, please visit us on the web at www.nogod.org. That's K-N-O-W-G-O-D.org. You can register your decision there. Take advantage of a wealth of resources to help you get the most out of your relationship with Christ and even receive a free copy of the New Testament. Now, if you're already a believer and you would like to help support Harvest Crusades by putting a Bible in the hands of a new believer, please visit us at harvest.org. To subscribe to these podcasts, you can at harvestpodcast.org. Lastly, to sign up for Pastor Greg's free daily devotional via email, visit harvest.org slash devotional. And of course, you can also email Greg directly at greg at harvest.org. It has been our pleasure to have you with us today, and we look forward to having you join us on the next podcast. Thanks again, and God bless you.